The following program is rated TV-M-A-N-O-C. It contains a big pair of nuts directly on your chin. It is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised. I want to talk to the kids. No, there's no fucking way you're talking to my goddamn kids. Sometimes human beings are more than boy or girl. Because human beings are creatures and wild and exciting. Sometimes we're something else. Stop trying to brainwash the kids. Obesity is epidemic in the United States and a major cause of death. What is fat activism? I, a fat person, am sharing my own lived experience. Pizza is a vegetable. Your fat phobia is your problem. It is not my place as a smaller bodied white man to comment on it. Radical body positivity. What can men do against such reckless hate? There's only one man who can help me. This is for you new people. I only have one rule. Everyone fights, no one quits. This day we fight! Walmart. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, the bacon is sizzling. Welcome to the Daily Swole. Testing, 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 test, 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 testing, testing, testicles, testing, testicles, testicles. Welcome everyone to episode 25 hundo and 30 schwam of the Daily Mother Swole, the most muscular swole cast, beer cast, broadcast, game cast, man cast, pimp cast, sleaze cast, and slay cast in the realm. Because when I flex, you flex, we all flex our biceps. What's going on, beaches, booshes, busters, hustlers, and yahoos? It's your boy, Papa Swoleo, back. With another episode, today's episode, the Beast Cast is brought to you, is powered, is sponsored by Everson K2, flexing on all you beasts. Fucking Catalina Wine Mixer. the fucking Catalina Wine Mixer. Welcome to the show. It's Tuesday, April the 11th, and we are ready for a great one. Drop in the comments, what are you smashing? Today, uh, make sure that you are hitting the thumbs up, leaving us five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. The Daily Swole is available everywhere. Make sure you hit the subscribe button and check out the links down below to join the fam today. SwoleNormousX.com. We are fresh off an accountability meeting yesterday, which we dropped some awesome new releases. You can check the replay if you're a member to get access to all those new releases. But uh, before we do talk about that, I meant to actually scroll over here. We have our Rise and Swole this Thursday. So Thursday's episode is a private show. Make sure that you are joining the fam if you want to get access to all the private live streams. Rise and Swole Thursday, April 13th at 9 a.m. So make sure you mark your calendar. We will be talking to you then, fam, from 9 to 10, April 13th. It will be a great start to the day. So make sure you're there for that. Put your nips together and let's get this nut busted open we'll get the swole card out and we will give that away at the end of today's episode yes sir let's go
It's Tainty Tuesday. Don't be a beast. Don't be a boosh. You'll end up like Tainty Magooch and GTTFG. <laughs> so hashtag go to the fucking gym. Hashtag GTTFG is our swole card. And we will raffle that off to one of the lucky live stream watchers. Um, or maybe a swole fan post. We'll see. We'll see. You never know. You never know. That's why you always got to be engaging and dropping your own knowledge cock inside uh, the swole fam and here on the live streams. Let's see where we want to put Tessie today. Let's see. Let's get her in the mountains. Let's get Tessie in the mountains. All right. Go do some cardio, you fat beach. Let's get into uh, today's tip. We got a great show. Let's get into those swole fam posts. Here we go, beaches. Babe, just an inch, just an inch. It's cold outside. All right. Let's kick it off today with a swole fam post from Brenda. What's going on, Bow, Cerny, Loretta, Base Bunny, Jeff, What's Michelle? How we doing, Frosty Balls? All right. Brenda says, well, fam, maybe it's the hormones or maybe it's Maybelline. Oh, all right. No. I liked it. Well, fam, maybe it's the hormones or the great workouts lately, or maybe just more exposure to this wolf fam, but I feel like I've turned a corner in my life or crossed a major bridge. I feel like a solo rebel who just broke out of a siege. I'm feffing a fuck ton and cleaning up my community. Pillar number one. I don't want to be around most of the people who live here, who are all obese, don't have jobs. They just have side hustles and live on the fringes or are just wealthy and retired. I'm feffing alcohol entirely, not even drinking occasionally, and I'm also turning down invitations. Those people are just going to sit on their asses anyhow, and not a single one of them works out. I'm done with the late nights because that's when they want to be out. I don't care who thinks I'm selfish or antisocial. I have one turn on this planet. I'm going to make the most of it and not waste my time with excuse makers, lazy people, and I'm not changing my schedule to fit other people's schedules. I realized that the past year or so, I've been too flexible working around what other people want to do instead of truly prioritizing myself. I'm getting amazing rest, amazing workouts, and I've made a couple of friends who do prioritize their health. One of them, who is also a member of the Swole Fam, I'm still gassed from leg day yesterday, so I'm going to nap on this rainy day, hit the gym later, and have an amazing night. Well, that's fantastic. That's some good information. Good for you. Brenda, good for you. It's hard to it's hard to find people in your immediate circle, but of course, uh, the attraction might be slow depending on where you live and how many people are around you. But that's why we have the Swole Fam. That's why you're able to plug in, Brenda, and vent. So people in the Swole Fam like to vent, but also share their experiences. And I think this is very important. A lot of times when you make this type of positive change in your life, it's going to be a more... You're going to have a lot more solitude. You're going to have a lot more you time. You're going to have a lot of people that don't get on the game train with you. And that might be unfortunate. That might be frustrating, especially if they are people that you care about, family or friends. But you can't train for other people. You can't eat for other people. You can't have purpose for other people. They have to do this themselves. And a lot of times these people end up on their deathbeds or the last few years of their life regretting the choices that they made throughout their entire life. And I talk about this a lot. It's the choices you make today. Not the choices you'll make tomorrow. It's the choices you make every single day. That's why pillar number seven is consistency. It's what you do every single day in your 20s, in your 30s, in your 40s, in your 50s. That's going to lead to how the end of your life is going to look. And it's hard to have perspective on that when it seems so far away. But all the fat acceptance influencers that are in their 20s and 30s and like, fat is beautiful. I'm beautiful just the way I am. 
plus size or I'm, I'm only a size two in car tarps, right? I'm only a size two in Torrid or whatever it is. That's going to catch up real quick. That's going to catch up real quick. And we're going to see in the future how that's going to turn out. I think it's going to be absolutely fucking gnarly. So cheers on you, Brenda. Good for you for cutting out the bullshit and fortifying yourself, focusing on what's important for you, which is always going to be the right decision. Focus on what's important for you and you will find, come across and uh, you'll connect with the best people that you possibly can that have a similar mindset or on the same journey as you. Let's kick it over to John. John writes, I don't give a rat's ass flying fuck of a pick. If a pick of what the fuck is going on here? Okay. I don't give a rat's ass flying fuck. If a pick of Biden, Trump, my little pony, He-Man and Rocky horror picture show were all printed on one can alcohol dehydrates you. Hydration is required for Dem gains. Hard pass. I don't do alcohol, period. Okay, I get it. This is from the, I don't want to even call it a controversy. It's just a stupid, horrific marketing decision by Anheuser-Busch that did the whole promotion with Dylan Mulvaney and things like that. Same thing with Nike. Just complete disconnect from the audience and what's actually paying the bills and keeping the lights on. And I don't know if you've been keeping up with the news, but you know that their stock as well as their revenue has taken a massive hit, which is good. Uh, Bud Light is garbage anyway. So if it took a trans person to be on the can to get you to stop drinking Bud Light, that's questionable in itself because Bud Light should not be have, in my opinion, Bud Light should not be consumed regardless. I don't care who's on the fucking can. Just like John says, um, it's garbage. Alcohol is garbage. And it's just a good reason to finally stop drinking that. If you're drinking Bud Light, okay, stop. Just stop. Uh, Coda says, happy Easter, Swole fam, for those who celebrate. I made some homemade meatballs to share with the neighbors for their spaghetti thing and kept some for myself. Uh, cool story, Hansel. Nice. Enjoy your meatballs, Coda. Lacey has <laughs> a little grimacing trail bacon in a cave at the top. Nice. Nice. If you're just listening, she's like grimacing as she's biting into a piece of like crispy bacon jerky or whatever the hell she's got going on. Good for you, Lace. Get out there in the countryside. Glad you're doing well. And a post here from Nancy. Keeping it light. Woohoo. Just did yin for hips again. I think this is going to be key to get to the next phase of knee mobility. My hips and IT bands are so tight. Good for you. Keep up with that yin yoga. I'm telling you, fam, if you'd never practice yin yoga, you need to start. All right. If you're ready to join the Swole fam, a nice, easy weekend. Brenda had a little bit of a deep post, but it sounds like she's crushing it. Staying consistent over the weekend, which are just another couple days. Uh, anyone that switches their whole schedule and completely changes everything that they do on the weekends is not really serious. They're not a serious person about taking care of themselves. It doesn't matter what day of the week it is. So it's all about consistency. Does not matter what day of the week it is. You still hit your seven pillars. It might look a little bit different. You might do some different things. Your schedule might be slightly different, but you want to be as consistent as possible. It's no excuse just because it's a Saturday or a Sunday or it's a day off from work. If anything, it's more time that you have to invest in your health and in yourself. So make sure you are doing that. And if you've never been familiar 
never heard of the seven pillars and you're brand new here to the podcast, make sure you go to swanormousex.com and download your copy. Link is in the show notes below. Let's get into some knowledge cock. Uh, let's go a little bit deeper. Ask Papa Swolio time. If you got a question, drop in the comments below. Hashtag ask Papa Swolio. You can submit a question over at askpapaswolio.com and we will take the first call from Rick Lucas. You're on the line. Ricky, Ricky. Hey, man. So I've sent you this question in your DMs on Instagram as well. But uh, I'm a technician in the solar industry, which means that I'm putting the solar panels on the roofs of housing day in, day out. And it's a heavy job. Every day I get home, I'm tired as fuck, busted. And I managed to scrap the energy to go to, to the gym like twice a week. Sometimes I don't go to the gym, but I train at home. But at least I train. But I sometimes still feel guilty to myself for not going to the gym more often or training more often. Even though I know that I get my most of my exercise from work, but still. So what's your opinion on that? I'd love to know. All right, Rick. Cool. Um, my recommendation is to train first, even if it's super early in the morning. Get your workouts in first. You want to make sure you're investing in your health first. And it's important. You're moving at work, but it's it's not training. That's physical movement. It's I don't even I wouldn't call it exercise. It's work. It's a different type of psychological stress. It's movement. You're not sitting at a desk, which is a good thing. And it's still important to do your to do your training to get into your to benefit your cardiorespiratory system to benefit your your musculoskeletal system to do your training every day. I would do it first. I would do it first. And it's fine to train at home. So you said, I always say go to the fucking gym. But again, to clarify, the gym is where you train. You might train at home. You might train in your living room. You might train in your basement. You might train outside. You might go to a gym. It doesn't matter where you train. You might go to a park. It's all fine. It's all fine. So I don't know what time people start with solar panels. I'm assuming they start pretty early. But of course, depending on where you are, you can't be doing heavy labor and making noise at six o'clock in the morning necessarily, depending on where uh, it is. If there's, you know, usually labor or certain types of construction start at a certain time, depending on the location. So there's noise ordinances and stuff, but I'm assuming you start pretty early. So you're not doing it in the heat of the sun. At least you're getting started at seven, eight, nine o'clock. So I don't know what time you actually start, but I would do it first. Do it first. It'll start the day. You'll get to work and you'll feel so much more energized. You think you'll be be drained, but it's the opposite. You'll have more energy. You'll feel better. And then after work, you can come back, boom, get ready for bed, unwind and cool it off. And it'll be a great way to that way. You're not trying to generate that kind of you're putting yourself last. You know, you're putting yourself last. That's really what's happening if you're not taking care of yourself first. So what I do is I do something first thing in the morning. I like to do the show first, but I do some physical activity. I usually do something more cardio-based, uh, cardio based, cardiovascular based, something more dynamic. I usually do sled work or club work after I do the cold plunge in the morning. I'll wake up, warm back up, but I like to get my heart rate going. And then I like doing the show and then I'll do my heavier lifting later on. So it's really all about your scheduling. But if you have a long day of work and you're exhausted at the end, do it first. Do it first. And you could also do something in the evening, but you could do yin yoga in the evening. You could be meditating in the evening. You could be doing things to de-stress. You could be doing any other type of mobility and stretching or strengthening body weight stuff at home as well afterwards. All right, Nerd Guy 1988. You could just keep on dropping your questions, fam. 
What advice, Papa Solio, do you have workout-wise for someone with a desk job? I currently work out five days. I try to bike every day and do archery a few days a week. Anything else I can add? Well, you're doing those things for enjoyment. So if you enjoy doing archery, which I don't know if anyone falls into doing archery that doesn't enjoy it, so that's more entertaining. Yes, it can be challenging, and it's a skill, of course. Um, I wouldn't call it. I know it's hard on the muscles and certain muscles, but it's a different type of skill base. It's not necessarily training. So working out, but you're being physically active, which is good, better than playing video games, in my opinion. You try to bike every day. Um, I would just make sure if you're doing biking, making sure that you're getting your heart rate up enough. It's not a casual, you know, lazy bike ride that you're putting in some work. If you have access to hills and stuff like that, that's much more effective if you're going to be on a bike. So what advice would I have workout wise with some of the desk job? If you're working out five days a week, first workout seven doesn't mean that you're lifting heavy weights, but you're doing yoga. You should be doing something every day, in my opinion. And in terms of advice, I would train first. I would do a lot of mobility. I would make sure you're doing yoga, make sure you're practicing mobility. That's a vague question because a lot of people, it'd be the same things I would generally recommend someone who's even more physically active. You should still all be doing things that tap off the the seven pillars so that you're training properly. But remember, pillar number three is not just random exercise. Training is what are the outcome goals? Are you doing what is going to get you to those outcome goals? And I think you're totally fine. Everyone's fine having different goals. We have to be honest with yourself. And I always reiterate this because a lot of people want or they expect or they think because they go to the gym or they do some sort of training that they are going to have these top 1% goals or 1% results. And a lot of times when they see someone that goes to the gym, they see an Instagram page or a TikTok page, or they look at me and think, oh, Papa goes to the fucking gym. I'm going to go to the fucking gym too. And they wonder why they don't look like me or they don't have the same results. One, I've been doing it for 20, over 20 years. And I train every day for a significant amount of time. It's my passion. I love training. I love the challenge. I love lifting weights. I love pushing myself. Uh, it's great for my health. It's great for my mental health. It, it's amazing. And I enjoy doing it, which also adds to the amount of time and effort I put into it because I actually enjoy doing it. You don't have to enjoy it. It's not required. But it's great if you can train hard, but choose certain modalities that allow you to adhere to it more. And I don't think you should be training for entertainment, but I think it's beneficial if you train for a purpose, but use modalities that allow you to adhere to it better. I don't like the term enjoy necessarily, because then people opt for entertainment and they get on a bike and they're watching... I don't know, TV or something like that. So you can push yourself hard and enjoy it. But in other words, you want to do training protocols with intent. You want to have intent. You want to have a reason for why you're doing things. Know your why. So your training should match what you want to accomplish. If you want to follow up with a question there, I'm more than happy to, if that didn't answer your question, so I need a little bit more context there. So in terms of recommendations, if you're sitting at a desk a lot, you definitely need to practice mobility. That's for sure. If you're not doing yoga, I would add that first and foremost. Uh, Maggie G, what up? Papa Solio, sup, Papa? Sup, Mags? Huge fan from Norway here. Nice. Thanks for being here. Youngster and age of 23. Ah, should I start off with the elimination diet now or should I get more consistent with the other six pillars first? Uh, solid question. Thanks from Norway. Appreciate you being here. I'm gonna put the seven pillars back up on the screen again. 
So I recommend if you haven't uh, downloaded the seven pillars from Swinormous X, just go to the main menu there and download it. There's a link in the description as well. So you understand a little bit more of the context and the the reasoning behind the seven pillars and the it, it goes into more depth when you have the the longer beyond seven pillars ebook and the audiobook. So the elimination diet, all these different pillars, you might have a head start on some of these pillars. Some people that join the Swole Fam or they come across the seven pillars, they actually meditate every day. So obviously pillar number six, they have that more ingrained in their habits. Some people are already practicing yoga regularly. Now, obviously, there's different types of mobility. Yoga isn't the be-all, end-all of mobility. It's a great part or aspect of mobility. And of course, if you go down the rabbit hole with yoga, that's a whole other whole, whole other thing. It goes really deep. There's so many different types of yoga and ways to implement it. But from a mobility standpoint, there are a few different ways you can practice mobility, and they all can be very effective. So you might have certain strengths, which is fine. That's great. That gives you a head start. So there's really no rule, hey, you should start here first. It's very important to get consistent with movement. So I would do as much as you can up front and bite off in small pieces. So I wouldn't necessarily go all in on one pillar and neglect the other ones. I would start focusing on all of them more consistently. So in terms of your training, I would start training every day, whether it's intense or not, whether you start one of the programs inside Swinormous X or you just start doing some general workouts, you start cutting out certain foods, you get rid of certain things in your environment, you can go full elimination diet. If you're inspired to do that, if you're the type of person that you want to jump in the deep end of the pool and you want to just get started with that, I would recommend it. But you can also on a surface level, just start getting rid of some of these foods on the surface level and then go deeper for an official elimination once you kind of get in the flow of things a little bit more. So you don't necessarily have to like get started and boom, get rid of everything. Because if you go hard elimination, understand that that's going to affect other aspects of your life. Not necessarily in a bad way, of course, because you're cutting out a lot of commonly inflammatory foods, but it's a big shift for your body. It's a big shift for your macro and your microbiome. It might affect your sleep. As much as this is beneficial long-term, you might, a lot of these things that you cut out can give you these types of withdrawal uh, effects. You, some people do, and you could drop your thoughts in the comments, fam. If you did an elimination, some people feel amazing right away and they continue to feel more amazing. Some people feel drained and everyone does it a little bit differently. Some people probably could have made better choices in their elimination or how they did it. Some people might feel a little sluggish right away because you're cutting out a lot of foods that you're used to eating. So you have that sugar crash and you're not used to it. And you have these cravings because you were really eating a lot of junk food. So if you go full elimination, it could be a shock to your body and everyone's going to react in the short term differently. But it really is what the elimination diet is, is the process of customizing and learning what foods work best for you. So the sooner you can start that process, it's a lifelong process because you're never, okay, these are the foods I eat. I'm good like this forever. You might adjust over time. You might find certain foods or certain combinations as you get older or as you get more into different types of training that you prefer certain macro ratios and things that might suit you better. You might like a little bit more carbohydrates at some point in your life. You might realize over time that you want less of certain foods and you can kind of adjust and tweak and there could be foods that you eat once in a while that you're fine with, but you don't eat them all the time. You're going to find out what foods you work best with. So it really depends. It really depends on 
on, on what you have going on and what you're looking to accomplish. You're young, so you're getting started. It really it d- d- does depend on who you are and, and what your current experience is and how deep you want to go and how hard you want to do it. I'll tell you what, I wish I knew about the elimination diet and I wish I knew about the impact of nutrition on overall health. And some people will say, okay, sleep is more, I always say sleep is more important than nutrition and exercise is extremely important. And some people will say that sleep and exercise are more important than nutrition. Nutrition isn't really that big of a deal, but at the same time, even though sleep is more important than nutrition, bad nutrition can affect sleep. So if you are saying, okay, well, nutrition doesn't matter. I'm just going to focus on getting more quality sleep. Well, the nutrition is going to affect your sleep quality. So if you are ignoring nutrition because sleep is more important, well, poor nutrition can affect sleep. So keep that in mind. It's important to really pay attention to your nutrition. It's very important as so far as you improve your sleep quality. Uh, Let's take a comment from John relative to what should I do if I sit at a desk for long periods of time? So John has a great approach to that. Uh, John says, I have a desk job and work remotely at home. It's super easy to slack off. So I'm up at five, get my yoga dead hangs and meditation in every morning. No excuses. Good shit, John. Good shit. And no Bud Light, right? No Bud Light. Matt Damon. Ah, yes. Base Bunny, this knowledge cock moment, not ignoring any pillar, is reminding me how much I need meditation in my life and I need to pay more attention to the mindfulness pillar. I've been very stressed out. Good. Always come back to it. And this is why it's great to have them written on your wall or get one of the seven pillars flags and just look at them. Just look at them and see, hey, am I paying attention? Just be honest with yourself. Am I paying attention? Am I neglecting any one of these? And if you are, address it. Set a proper habit. And if you want to get into a meditation habit with the brain gains inside Swanormous X, just start with the five minutes. You don't need to start with the 10 minutes. And if you've been doing 10 or 20 minutes for a while and you fell out of it for a little bit, don't get back in with 10 or 20 minutes. Get back in with five minutes. Five minutes. And just be consistent. It's much more important to do five minutes every day than 20 minutes three times a week. It's much more important. Much more effective, too. Let's see, Brenda, I get a little hesitation during my cold plunge in the morning, keeping calm and keeping my breathing slow. Uh, hesitation, what, getting in? Yeah, it's not always, it's, remember, it's not supposed to be enjoyable. It's supposed to be a stress, right? That's for sure. All right, we got a call here from Cisco. How do I get rid of this beer belly and big love handles that I have? I work out Monday through Thursday for an hour and a half. I eat pretty clean for the most part. Every morning I take a protein shake. By lunchtime I eat chicken and rice. And by late dinner, around 5, 6, I eat some steak and potatoes or steak and asparagus. And before the gym, I have a protein shake. And I work for an hour and a half, Monday through Thursday. I'm not seeing no results. I do ab workouts every day I go to the gym. No cardio, just heavy lifting. Well, good. I would I would add in cardiovascular um, activity. It's just great for your heart. Like I do it. I'm not I don't go long running. I don't do marathon running, but I do sled work every morning and I do, you know, pushing the sled. I get my heart rate up, which is great. You could do club, you could do kettlebell, you could do jump rope, you could do assault, but there's different ways to do cardio. I think it's very beneficial. Um I just think people focus too much on that in terms of 
at the expense of not building muscle mass. So what I th- uh, what you said, a couple things. One, t- one uh, you said you work out four days a week. Why? Why Monday through Thursday? What happened to Friday, Saturday, and Sunday? So first off, if you're worried about a beer belly, okay, stop drinking beer if that's the case. If it's not, then good. I'm glad you kicked it. So no beer, no Bud Light, no Bud Light, Cisco. Uh, four days a week. It sounds like you're just throwing off your schedule. I don't know what you're doing Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, but add training on those days is going to keep you more consistent because if you're just taking three days off, think about it. You are not training 50% of the week. I know it's less than 50 because it's three days, but you're not exercising 50 half the time. So what kind of results do you think you're going to get if half the time you're not training? Okay. That being said, when you say you eat pretty clean, that's the biggest red flag possible. So that means your nutrition's fucking all over the place. That's what you're telling me. You have chicken and rice and some steak and potatoes. Okay. I would recommend looking into our content, the elimination diet. That way you can start testing these things. Protein shakes could be good, could be bad. There's a lot of artificial sweeteners and fillers and things that could be causing gut inflammation that might not be necessary. You might want to go with a grass-fed whey isolate, some sort of unflavored protein. I know it's not glamorous, but at least you're not getting in a lot of other shit from who knows what kind of protein powder you're consuming. A lot of protein powders and supplements can have heavy metals in them. You could look up third-party testing for some of those, but I would recommend, I don't know what you're doing. You're doing a lot of abs. That doesn't necessarily, most people do abs improperly. They don't get a full range of motion or they're focusing too much on it. Plus you can't spot reduce fat. So you can do abs and crunches until you pass out. It's not gonna drop fat around your waist. Uh, It sounds like you need to work on your sleep, your hydration, definitely your nutrition. Your training needs to be more consistent. Add in yoga, be training seven days a week, do active recovery. Maybe you need a better programming for the days of the week that you are training. I don't know why you're not training for half the week, but that's a sign right there that you can do a lot more. And again, come back to all those seven pillars. So if you're listening to the Cisco, go to Swollenormous X, download the seven pillars and start gathering a little bit more information as to all the areas that you should be focusing on that you might be neglecting because you might not think it's a big deal. I eat pretty clean. Well, pretty clean is going to get you kind of results. Understand it's all about the consistency and people don't think that, Oh, I eat pretty clean. It's 80% of the time. I eat good. 20% of the time I eat shit. That's a fucking massive percentage. People have to stop acting like that's nothing. That's not going to affect me. It does tremendously, especially over the course of months and years. So you want amazing results. It takes amazing effort. And if you're not willing to do that, then time to adjust expectations. All right. So let's get, I need some more context, Cisco. If you want to call back in and give me a little bit more detail, I know you talked a little bit about your, you said you train for an hour and a half. And again, that's great that you train, but here's another thing. Are you training hard enough? Are you doing things properly in the gym? Are you actually progressively overloading. Are you doing enough strength training? Just being in the gym for an hour and a half doesn't mean that you're doing things right. And don't take this as a negative. This is a good thing. You might have a lot of room to improve, obviously. So lowering stress hormones, what's your sleep like? That's really important. If you want to lose body fat, if you have chronically elevated cortisol, that's going to be storing fat like crazy. That's going to be storing fat like crazy. That was nice. That was a good one. Dodson, Dodson, we've got Dodson here. All right, fam. Thanks for the call. Anyone else wants to add stuff? All right, drop that. LHW, Papa Solio. Hey, fam, been a minute. My daughter is getting better. Tumor is getting removed next week. Fingers crossed. She will be okay. Glad to be here. 
Can you do cold plunge in your shower? Thank you. Well, I'm glad to hear that about your daughter. Thank you for sharing. And I'm glad you're doing better. And she's doing better. Um, to answer your question at the end, can you do cold plunge in your shower? So I guess you mean in the bathtub? One, you can do a cold shower. That's a great way to get started if that's all you have. Uh, can you do a cold bath? Sure. Can you put ice in your bathtub? Sure. So you can do stuff like that. So a cold shower or filling up your bathtub and putting some ice in it. Yeah, you could do that. You can also freeze plastic bottles so you could have reusable ice packs and then dump in. But you need freezer space to do that. But it can get expensive buying ice every day. That's why I got a cold plunge. They have ones that you can fill up water and it can stay kind of cold if you put ice in it. But I didn't want to go and buy ice every fucking day because I want to do it every day. So if you're doing it a couple times a week, all right, but it adds up. It's, you know, it's more money up front per se if you buy a cold plunge. But it depends. If you have access to ice or you have an ice machine already, then it might be fine for you. And it depends on what temperature, what your climate's like. Down here in Florida, yeah, that shit would melt pretty quick. But yeah, you, you definitely can. Uh... Okay, uh, Brianna, Papa Soli, I just started the 90-day dash and I'm doing some walking and kettlebell for cardio. And I've started getting bad knee pain. Is there anything I can do or stop doing to help it? Uh, sorry, getting bad knee pain. Yeah, check out the mobility master classes uh, and start doing some reverse sled. Start doing some Jefferson curls, some anterior tibialis activation. Start doing those protocols in the mobility master classes. Start at the ankle and move your way up to the knee and to the hip. That's a great way. If you have knee pain, of course, talk to your doctor because this is not a prescription. Depends on what's actually going on, but doing reverse sled pulls is fantastic for strengthening the patellar tendon concentrically over and over and over again. Um, let's see. Uh, as to Brennan's question, just send us an email to support at I'm not sure what would be missing. So just send us an email. Um, that way it can be addressed. Alan, what is the one supplement you'd recommend if you had to recommend one? Tough question because that doesn't apply to every single person. So the whole point of a supplement is maybe something that you require that you need extra of and everyone's going to be a little bit different. So I think if you're not getting enough sunlight, vitamin D, if you, I would say vitamin D or magnesium is probably a good general for most people. Of course, in the summer, you might not need the same amount of vitamin D, but most people don't live near the equator especially in the United States, you're not getting quality sunlight or you're inside a lot. So it could be vitamin D or magnesium. Most people are deficient in both or many people are, I should say. Yeah, that's what, that's my, my take on it. Stonefit says 80% is a B minus. I mean, that's a great way to frame it too. Just think about talk about aiming for average. So if you're talking about grades and you have an 80 or a 79, and that's a B minus. I'm striving for a B minus. So you're working hard to be average. And nothing's 100%. You could, you could put in 100% effort and you're going to get maybe, let's just say theoretically, if, if you could conceptualize this, you put in 100% effort, you get 95% results. You know, you get 90% results. Or you have things that come up in your schedule. And even though you're giving it 100% effort, you still have to adapt and live your life and 
things happen and your kid gets sick or something happens and you need to distract yourself and you have to adjust, but you're still trying to give as much effort as you possibly can. It doesn't mean you're going to get all the results that match the effort. So if you're putting in 80%, you're going to get 70% or 65% or 60% results. So average effort is going to get even less of a return. And remember, if it's average effort, your body adapts to that really quickly. So anyone that says, oh, I have a physical job, so I'm exercising all day, that's not exercise. That's just normal activity for your body. Your body will get used to sitting around. Your body will get used to moving all day at a low level. It'll adapt to that very quickly and it won't be efficient anymore. You see a lot of people in construction and people that are moving all day that have fucking guts. It, it doesn't mean that you're healthy if just because you're moving all the time. It's good. It's better in many cases. But you might be working construction or doing something and you're moving all day, but then you're breathing fucking fumes. You're breathing all these byproducts of construction and tar and blacktop and cement and stuff. So there's pros and cons. So just keep, uh, keep that in mind. Let's see, Nick, do you think those pop-up inflatable cold plunges would be worth the investment can really leave a plunge outside? Yeah, there's a lot of different brands and companies. So for one thing, obviously with plastic, it's like, okay, you're soaking in a plastic tub. What's it made of? Different types of plastics might leach differently. It's cold if it's not in the sun. You know, it, it might be minimal, but that's just something to consider. Uh, you know, soaking in whatever that plastic is made of. So there's different types of plastic that might leach differently or it might be better. But that being said, let's say it's totally fine. It depends on the quality. It really depends on the quality. There's some that you have to pump up that are really higher quality that still might cost you. Usually for those, there are ones that you have a chiller or you have a pool chiller or something that goes along with it, like a system. It's just inflatable. Uh, so you're really paying for those. You're really paying more for the the cooler and the chiller. But if you just have one of those cold plunges that you put ice into it, what do I think of it? I mean, ice is ice. Cold water is cold water. So I'm not sitting here to criticize it, but yeah, there's definitely cheaper ways to do it. You can also get a one of those water troughs at a feed store. Those big, I don't know what the gallon is. Are they 55 gallon or something or 100? Whatever those metal ones are or plastic tubs at Home Depot. You can get those for what, 100 bucks, 200 bucks, depending on if it's metal or whatever. The only thing is they're not insulated. So, and you have to drain it. So you might have to like tip it. It might be a pain in the ass unless you drill something and put a plug in the side. So that's the only thing with those buckets is that they're going to be really heavy filled with water and you're going to have to tip it over or drain it now and again. So what do I think? If you're getting in cold water, it, there's so many different ways to do it. So the bottom line is if it's not insulated and you're doing it yourself, you're going to have to get ice. You're going to have to keep it cold. You're going to have to drain it. Some of these, the cold plunges that are automated, they'll clean themselves. And, but of course you pay for that and. There's different options. So as long as you get the cold water and stuff and ice in it, anything that holds, you can, you can use a garbage can. People have their garbage cans or you get an extra garbage can, the big flip top ones that you bring down to the street. You put water and ice in that. Of course, again, it's not insulated, but if you're putting ice and water in it at the moment and then jumping in, it's going to be cold. It's just not going to stay for long term in the summer, of course. So... Michelangelo, 
Ah, fresh off the Sistine Chapel, Michelangelo. Go ahead. I'm trying to gain weight, and I'm just going to lay out the facts. I sleep about six to seven hours a night. I ingest about 2,500 calories a day. I'm 23. I have a fast metabolism. I Part of my caloric intake is my protein shake, and that is a whey protein shake. It's about 1,200 calories in the four scoops that I'm supposed to have. What? I take creatine with it. Uh, um, I eat mostly really – I don't eat unhealthy. Like that shit's gross. I never really liked unhealthy food. I, I, I stick to base – I make my own damn food. I don't eat out. Um, let's see. I drink water like it's going out of style. Uh, I'm missing some. And of for weights, I have weighted water bags that are about like 50 to – like 50, 60, 70, and 80 pounds each. So. Okay. That just ended. Okay. <laughs> so wait, you you're trying to gain weight. First off, I don't know twelve hundred calories of protein. Like that's gross. Hope throughout the entire day or at one time. At one time, it's way too much. I mean, that's just that that's overkill. Um, you have a fast metabolism. It's like you're just not eating enough food. If you're trying to gain weight and you're not gaining weight, you're not eating enough food. Now, the thing is, you just don't want to get fat. So you need to be lifting heavy weights and then eating enough food, protein, and you'll put on muscle. Your body will build muscle. But that's only going to happen if you stress your body. So that's forced to build muscle. So lift heavy weights and eat more food. You're not really going to – 2,500 calories isn't – Honestly, 2,500 calories is not going to be enough for most people to, to bulk, like a man. So you probably need 3,000 or 3,500, and you'll gain. So 2,500 is really not um, sufficient for most people. If you're a male and you're lifting weight and you're active, you need to eat more food. If you're trying to put on size, eating is the challenge. And you're going to find it very unlikely and unrealistic if you're trying to do intermittent fasting and people that say people that do intermittent fasting, you're not getting autophagy. If you're not eating for 12 fucking hours, you're not breaking down. You no, know, you're, you're not getting that kind of re- reaction. What intermittent fasting does, it keeps you from stuffing your face all day long. So it's less likely that you're going to overeat. So it's kind of a different way to frame caloric restriction. You're only eating for a few hours. It's going to be much harder to overstuff your face. You're going to get full And over the course of the three or four hours, you're just going to get full and you're not going to want to, you're not going to have time to eat more. So you just need to eat more food. You need to eat more food. I hope you're not doing 1200 calories in a shake. That's pretty gnarly. That's pretty gnarly, but you need more food. You need more food. Uh, Bulking at 2,500 calories. Maybe if you're skinny and you're 15 years old and even so you're probably going to need more calories. So. More. And aside from getting into the macros, aside from getting into the macros, aside from getting into all the nitty gritty and the details and breaking down even more stuff, more. You want to gain weight, you want to gain size, more food. You want training because you don't want to just get fat. You don't want to get fat. You want to build muscle. So you need to stimulate and put the stress in your body. That's going to require your body to respond and build muscle. But you need to eat more food. Mas. More food. 
More food. All right, fam, thanks for being here. Good questions. Time to go balls deep. Yes, sir. All right. Good questions live and call-ins. Uh, make sure you go to askpapasolio.com. So if you didn't get your question answered and you listen to the show today or you called in or you submit a question or you're in the live chat and you thought of something else and you wanted to add to it, call in tonight. We'll get to more call-ins tomorrow. Askpapasolio.com. You can go there any time of day, anytime, and you can submit your question. All right. Askpapasolio.com. Askpapasolio.com. Let's get into some balls deep content before we do. Another reminder that we had our accountability meeting yesterday. We have new releases. So members, you can go to your updates tab in Swolnormous X and check out the new releases. We have Rise and Swole this Thursday, April 13th at 9 a.m. Rise and Swole. Start the day in the best possible way. Live call with the fam. We'll do a private member Q&A. We'll shoot the shit. And uh, maybe we'll talk about vomit. We'll talk about body fluids like we did last week. We'll just talk about whatever. People just join in 9 a.m. Eastern time. And we just, we hang it's going to be fucking awesome. So we'll see you there. Rise and swell 9 a.m. And you can join the fam over there at swellnormousx.com. Let's take a look at the, do I have the release? Yeah, I, I didn't bring this up earlier, but we got to, we, we got to show the new, the new apparel release. We got to bring that up. Did everyone, everyone check that out over at papasolio.com? Check out the new apparel release. We dropped guns, bacon, and freedom. Let's get another America. Yeah, fuck yeah. That's lit. That's stupid lit. So guns, bacon, and freedom. Look at that. Zoom in. You got to go check out the design and zoom in. It looks a little bit grainy when I zoom in here, but uh, the pig has the beard logo tattoo on his chest. Guns, bacon, and freedom, the new design. So we have the text design and we have this listed as image. So you can get the guns, bacon, and freedom with just the text, but you can get the brand new image, guns, bacon, and freedom design. Fucking awesome. That eagle is absolutely yoked. Summer Swole is here, baby. So for 4th of July, you're going to be rocking the best fucking merch. Guns, bacon, and freedom. Look at that merch. I love it. Yeah, triggering. Get triggered. Get triggered. Trigger these nuts. All right, that being said, let's get into some balls deep. We got a video here. Let's kick it off with... Uh, I wonder what this is. Oh, I think I saw a clip of this the other day. So let, let's kick it off here. Let's start off with some... Uh, Matt Walsh action. This is titled What is a Woman? So I think this was at a a conference. I think I saw this in the last couple of weeks. Let's see what we got here. Let's clean up the internet fam. What is a woman? That's a good question. What is a woman? So you, what you're saying is that a quote-unquote trans woman is a female? By the definitions I'm familiar with, yes. Mm. That doesn't make sense. So how would you define female? <laughs> Through my training... In healthcare, there are several different categories for how we define sex. People bring up chromosomes. People also bring up hormone levels. People bring up all sorts of other categories. Lots of people don't fit neatly into a gender binary, even people we don't consider to be intersex. It's a complicated spectrum. Is it though? It, it's not complicated, but you also didn't, you also didn't define. So what is, what is a woman? What is a female? What, are, what do these words mean? It's complicated, and I know you're not going to like that answer, but Jesus. that's because there are no simple answers in human biology. Let me ask you a question. You guys, well, you hang question. on. I, just let me finish. You guys like to bring up high school-level biology classes a lot. I get that a lot. But people who go on to more complicated biology classes will talk about sex as a spectrum. It's not. 
They won't. It's not. Well, biological researchers would disagree with you. Well, they're full of shit, the ones that would say that. There's... Alright, yikes. Yikes. Boys have a penis, girls have vagina. I love how the justification is. If you go to higher level, um, you do realize that higher level is built on lower level. And if you go to someone who's intellectually honest at a higher level, they're going to be like, yeah. You know what a woman is? An adult human female. Period. End of story. That is a great way to start us off. It's Tainty Tuesday after all, fam. All right, let's fucking go. So if you want to watch the whole clip, you can find that. I did see a clip of that. I don't think I saw that part of it, but there's there's more. There's more to it. Oh, God. Um, that's definitely that's definitely Matt Walsh's hill to die on. He's he's the goat when it comes to that stuff. Um, I'm really impressed at his patience, to be honest. Um, scary shit. All right, fam, pick a number one or two. One or two. What's in the box? Number one or number two. Number one or number two. What we got here? Oh, man. Science doesn't exist, fam. Science doesn't exist. We don't know. It's complicated what a woman is. It's complicated. Interesting how this is suddenly complicated in the last year or two. Just all of a sudden, I mean, of course, the the oppression movement, Marxism, has been bubbling under the surface for decades, but really more mainstream last five five years or so. Just all of a sudden, it's so complicated now. It's so complicated. It's not, and it hasn't been for the longest time. It's not complicated at all. All right, let's do this. Uh, Cerny is feeling better, coming up with a big, hard number one. Big, hard number one. Let's because, fucking because. go. How are we doing, Cerny? Welcome back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, this video is titled... Uh, body positive advocates. Ooh. 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 Here we go. What's in the box? What we got? Fierce fat femme. What we got here, baby girl? Ah. So many body positive, Ooh. body positive advocates are now posting about intentional weight loss. Good. And honestly, this should be a huge red flag to us. Like this your cheeks? Why the difference between body positivity and fat liberation is so incredibly important. I'm going to pause right there. Fam, I feel like we're going to get into some deep shit here. And this is what we always talk about. The left eats their own. This is why the difference between body positivity and fat liberation is so incredibly important. This is the problem with the woke shit is that you have to be the most oppressed. It's a race to the bottom. You have to be more impressed than more oppressed, impressed, more oppressed than the next person. So now instead of having fat acceptance, now it's just getting considerably, considerably more sinister. You have body positivity and fat liberation. The difference between body positivity and fat liberation. The difference. It's body positivity versus fat liberation. Who's fighting that battle? They're both retarded. I, I don't understand why... <laughs> They have to attack each other. You're supposed to be on the same team, I suppose. The same team of delusion. But no, it's a lot of infighting. The difference between body positivity... All right, I like that. The difference between body positivity and fat liberation is so incredibly important. And in addition, 
when you build an entire platform off of being body positive, so and it's like difference? your body's perfect the way it is. It doesn't need to change, yada, yada, yada. It does. And then now you're posting videos like, why I'm on Wigovi? Why I'm on Ozembek? That goes against everything you built your platform on, shockingly. And also, can't you hypocrisy. do those things but silently, like to yourself and not super out loud online? Like you? What about you? Talk about this is hypocrisy. Shut up, bitch. Hypocrisy. <laughs> yes. Why can't all of you do this stuff quietly? Why can't all of you do this stuff not online? Why can't all of you shut up, be quiet, stop talking about stupid shit? <laughs> it's just hypocrisy. It's that's what it is. It's hypocrisy. As she's being hypocritical, she's pointing out people that are hypocrites saying it's body positive, but I'm on weight loss drugs, Wagovia, Zempic, as she's telling people to stop talking when she's talking about stupid shit about people that aren't stopping talking. My brain. My brain. Uh, taking a Zempic and this Wagovia shit, you're looking for, again, it's one of those, ma- finally, there's actually a quote magic pill, but it's not magic. They've already talked about the side effects and the health effects. People are going to have serious side effects in the 10, 20 years following this. Uh, stupid shit. Same thing with getting weight loss surgery. No, create good habits, lose it properly. Uh, you're probably going to have a lot of issues down the line. Do it right. Yeah, right, Chris. Hydroxycut vibes. Oh my God, do they still make that shit? They probably do. Hydroxycut. Remember when that was the thing? That was the thing. Hydroxycut. They must still have it. Okay, one more video. Let's do this one. It's called Near Weight Loss Goal. Ooh. What's in the box? All right, last one, fam. Here we go. Make sure you drop in the comments. We got hashtag GTTFG. We'll give away that swole card in just a few moments. Here we go. You guys ready for some mental health work today? Uh. These are, this is a conversation for people who are at or near their weight loss goal. And you're experiencing pretty privilege. <laughs> Are you experiencing pretty privilege? How do you know? How or, would you know? <laughs> because you're in straight sizes now, you feel... There's no such thing as straight sizes. You mean not fat. That has nothing to do with sexuality. There's no such thing as a straight size. You mean not... You mean taller than you are wide. There's no such thing as straight size. Stop using this term that does not mean anything. I don't like that term. I'm going to call it out every time I hear it. It's stupid. More comfortable being in those spaces, belling up to the bar, if you will, pun intended. Not because you're thinner and people treat you differently, but because you now feel worthy because of your internalized fat phobia. Oh, Oh my God. How dare you? I know. Oh my God. How dare you not be fat anymore? How dare you get healthier? (laughs) Oh, it's so bad. You're so naughty for being healthy. Enjoy this cake. You know you want this fucking cake. Tons of fun. Another don't you? example of cake gender would be if someone feels like they have different layers or flavors to uh, their particular gender. Tell me you've never been to the fucking gym without telling me you've never been to the fucking gym. You gotta look within. You gotta realize that that it may be you that's the problem. Preach. <laughs> uh, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> And if you are experiencing pretty privilege and people are treating you differently because of the shell that you're in, 
the shell? Is it time to reevaluate the spaces you inhabit? You're welcome. That literally said nothing. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. That was a nothing burger. At no point <laughs> in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Facts. I award you no points. None. And may God have mercy on your soul. Mercy. Mercy. Sand. 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 Uh, Alan says we need a Papa Solio don't be fit phobic shirt. Oh, we've had that for months. Go to papasolio.com. We have a don't be fit phobic shirt. Goddamn right. It's a great shirt too. Go check it out. Don't be fit phobic. These people, if you want to flip the script, if you want to use their language or their methodology against them, you're fit phobic. I'm not fat phobic. I just take care of my health. So you're turning investing in your health into a negative by saying you're fat phobic. Okay. Okay. Are you... I mean, I mean, yeah, I don't want to die unnecessarily young from preventable disease. So I take care of my health. That doesn't make me fat phobic. That just makes me an intelligent person. That makes me someone with a long-term vision that's making good choices rather than searching for instant gratification and love and attention by lying to people and grifting and harming them just to suit my own ego and my lack of initiative and personal responsibility because it's everyone else's fault, not me. It's society. I don't have to change if it's society's fault. And if you point to a boogeyman, that can change and morph into whatever you want it to. It can be something different tomorrow. So you can keep on blaming the same boogeyman over and over again, and you never have to take any charge of yourself. So not, not a chance. Not a chance. It's so stupid. I'm not fat phobic. I never train. Um, I never train. I'm okay. Train. Don't be fat. Don't be fat. No, I'm taking care of my health. And by an effect of that, I'm not fat because I take care of my health. Because I exercise and pay attention to my nutrition choice. I pay attention to all my choices. I make my choices based on what I want long term. I want to be healthy. I want to move. I don't want to be in pain. I want to feel good. I want to sleep well. I want to have energy. It's not fat phobic. These people are fit phobic. They're personal responsibility phobic. Fill in the blank. Don't make, don't blame other people for your fucking actions. No one is putting that cake in your mouth. Oh, but it's my birthday, but it's so-and-so's birthday, but it was right here, but I was hungry. Oh, I didn't have time. All bullshit fucking excuses. Shut up. If you're going for fast food or going to Starbucks and you're buying bagels or Dunkin' Donuts, that money can go to a supermarket. That money can buy better things. You can make better choices with your money. You're voting with your dollars. You are choosing poorly. You are choosing to eat those things. No one is forcing you to eat those things. So what now? So what now? They're all there, Brenda. All the shirts, female sizes, tanks, they're all there. All the designs are there. 
but um, talking about the the fit phobic shirt, you just might have to scroll or look through the collection. But yeah, what now? You are fit phobic. You are afraid of getting healthy. You're afraid of trying. You're afraid of doing something that doesn't get you instant results. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Brenda says, you mean working hard and being disciplined, which builds character, doesn't give you the right to feel proud of yourself. She needs to shut up. I agree. She does need to shut up. At the same time, at the same time, we always have to reiterate, that's what freedom of speech is. That's what freedom of speech is. You have the freedom to speak. You have the freedom to say these things. You have a freedom to have these opinions. Totally fine. Which is why I'm also sharing mine to counteract. These videos get so many fucking views and the comments are so ridiculous. It's scary. It's scary how people respond to that. It's scary when you see people watching this. And I know a lot, there's a lot of bots and stuff on TikTok and all over the place. But when you see the responses and you think, okay, there are people out there that watch that video, that hear those words and agree. And it's scary. It's shocking. But it's no surprise why people are so unhealthy today. It's no surprise why people are so mentally damaged, why mental health is so extremely in the gutter. It's not surprising. It's not surprising. (laughs) Base Bunny, she's completely bitter about it too. All these mental commie freaks are always so bitter and the ugly just seeps seeps through their souls. (laughs) Fact. It's always blaming you for what they're doing. So the hypocrisy. You can't say these things. You can't say these things because that makes you fat phobic, but you're telling me that I can't say these things. You're blaming me. You're calling me a bad person because of your feelings. You see how that plays? It's a very sinister way to communicate because you are essentially telling myself, the members of the Swole fam, people that actually take care of their health, that we, and when you say fat phobic, What is the meaning behind that? It means we're hateful towards people that are fat. It means that we hate people that are fat. We hated ourselves and we are afraid, but it's like angrily afraid. It's, it's aggressive. You're fat phobic. Essentially like transphobic means you hate trans people. They're using that language. Not as like, Oh, I'm afraid I'm running away. No, you're transphobic. So you're aggressive towards trans people because silence is violence and words are violence. If you're transphobic, that means you hate and hate is a very active thing, which means you are doing things intentionally to harm them, which is nonsense. So you eating healthy and exercising makes you a danger to fat people. That's insane. You're a danger to yourself. You're the one that has, is going to have diabetes. You're the one that's going to have heart disease. You're the one that's going to have all these problems. Not me. You're the one that's going to have these problems. You're the one that's ugly on the inside and it shows, but you're speaking to manipulative people, uh, people that are easily manipulated. They're weak people. They were raised to believe everything that they hear. And of course, if you like something, Hey, that's an easy way out. Oh, I can blame someone else for my problems. Sweet. It's the white man. It's the patriarchy. It's capitalism. It's fat phobia, whatever it is, fill in the blank. As long as it's not me, I'm good with it. Blame that person, blame that group, blame that scapegoats. So the accepting, the compassionate, everyone's beautiful. Everyone is valid. Everyone's opinion is valid. Everyone's feelings are valid. That group of all accepting compassion, those are the most evil people. 
that's the most sinister approach because they're compassionate and accepting of everyone that agrees with them. If you disagree, they'll fucking guillotine you in two fucking seconds. They're the ones that will kick you to the curb. They'll throw you in prison. That's what communism does. They're compassionate for those that agree and do exactly what they say. Um, it's the same shit when it comes to anything. It's all power. Same thing when it comes to gun control. It's not that they don't want guns. They just don't want you to have them. They're going to have the guns. You're not going to have the guns. There's a big difference. There's a big, big old difference. Um, so yeah, it's all the same. It's all in the same vein. It's all the same umbrella. But another healthy reminder to get after it. Uh, don't be fit phobic. Go to the fucking gym. Take care of yourself. And... Go in your some sick fucking games. Okay, let's uh, give away today's swole card. Are you ready? Falcon, kick us off. Here we go, Beefy. Come on now. Hashtag GTTFG. 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 We got a winner. BK. Congratulations. Congratulations. BK, congratulations. Send us an email to support at swolnormous.com. Swole card 2531 in the subject, your mailing address in the body of the fucking email. Cool story, Hansel. Wow. Fan fucking tastic fam. Make sure you hit that thumbs up button. We got some piano cock in just a moment. And let's take some soundboard requests. Drop in the comments below on our way out. We'll be back here tomorrow for another amazing mancast. We're going to do some more cleanup work. We're going to take care of this interwebs. We're going to make it. We're going to make everything right. Make everything okay. Dodson. Dodson. We've got Dodson here. Oh, the church. Oh, oh churchy. Churchy mama. The one-handed piano. No medication except my fucking antidepressants. while grotesque and incomprehensible to you saves lives. Always got rusty like spoon fans.
Hell yeah. Let's go. Bad game. Shampoo my crotch. I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk me? Boys have a penis. Girls have vagina. I better use my strong What happened to your queer party friends? You can be fat and be healthy. I'm sorry, Lizzo, healthier than I will ever be. It is not my place as a smaller bodied white man to comment on it. All right, a little piano cock. Very nice. Excellent. Thank you so much. Uh, hold the applause. Come on now. Come on. Don't be ridiculous. Oh, God. Fam, thank you so much for being here. Make sure you hit that thumbs up if you have not yet left a review on Spotify, Apple podcast, um, make sure you subscribe on rumble, the daily soul.com for all those links. But if you have not yet left a review for the podcast, please do. I hope you enjoy the show. Uh, yes, we expose our ear holes and our eye holes to some horrific stuff, but at least we start off with awesome swell fan posts. We answer a lot of questions and, uh, we're all here for you. If you do have questions, remember, go to askpapasoya.com, submit the questions, but hit that thumbs up on YouTube. Uh, before you leave and uh, make sure you check out swanormousx.com for the free downloads, joining the fam today and all that great stuff. Remember Thursday, 9 a.m. April 13th, we have our rise and swole, but we'll be back here tomorrow morning for uh, another amazing man stream 2532. So uh, make sure fam, you keep your eye out for P3S6. A lot of you started receiving it yesterday. So um, keep an eye out for that. And I hope you enjoy it. And we'll talk more tomorrow. Peace, McGee's Deuce, McGoose, your boy, Papa Swolio. Oh, 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 oh. Crazy flow, need a straight jacket. Cash flow, I'm a bank addict. Six subs, had the bass smacking. Eight away, had the place clapping. Three girls is enough for me, so I pull out like the stock's crashing, like an IPO trying to purchase me. This a private sector, so you can't have it. Faking all that boom bapping. Who you think you is, boy? 90s want they sound back, so I give rap all these fake rappers as I take matters in my own hands. I don't need rapping, I don't need Zans. I don't need help, I'm a grown man. Now the king left and they so mad, it's like. Then y'all found out.